It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it. And I've talked a lot about female rap before, but I want to talk to you guys about what I personally think is wrong with the rap game, right? And the problem with the rap game is, is too many D-Rocks and not enough biggies. And the thing, you know, for you don't know, y'all don't know, watch the movie Notorious, right? The problem is, see, back in the day, you had D-Rock and Biggie on the block. Biggie can rap. Biggie was a rapper. He also was a trapper, but it has a story, or he's seen it, but but he could actually tell the story in a way that every other nigga on that block couldn't do. See, D-Rock stood in his lane. Nowadays, D-Rock want to rap too. So you got all these niggas, and you see, here's the thing about it. And I want to go ahead and put this point out there before I forget it. The labels, they don't mind signing a D-Rock. Even though they know he's going to be dead or in jail within the first two years of him even being famous. You know why? Because they still got that nigga on their contract. That's what y'all don't realize. They, they, they sit back. These niggas, first of all, these street niggas, these real deal street niggas, they don't give a fuck about nothing more than some money. You really honestly have these niggas, you could really just give them a car to sign them. Give them a Rolls Royce, give them a fat ass chain, and own all of their shit. Now, they shit going to sell out the ass because the shop value. Because all the kids, when they want to see the most authentic nigga out there. They don't care if he's talented. Sex don't got to be a part of it for the ladies. Like, when I say sex, I'm saying, like, like sex appeal. They could be old runt-looking-ass niggas who rap like a bunch of runts and fucking grunts. And they don't care. Because the kids are going to run the, run them views up and run everything up. Meanwhile, the label just sit back. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta understand, for the average record label, bro, to give a, a nigga a chain and a Rolls Royce, bro, that's like one of us right now giving somebody a hot plate of food and a jacket from our closet. That ain't nothing, bro. That ain't nothing. Not to mention, they own that shit any motherfucking way. And while he in jail, that shit sitting where it's sitting, they don't they don't give a fuck. But all that money, nigga, they don't, they, nigga, that's the best nigga to sign. He not gonna want to read the contract. He not gonna really give a fuck about nothing half the time. Shout out to 21 Savage, a few niggas will. But most of them niggas not gonna wanna really, they don't give a fuck. These dumb young, I ain't gonna say no names, you know who they are. These little stupid little niggas that keep coming up, that's who. That's what they gonna do. They don't give a damn. It's a, it's a quick lick. That's a quick lick. Until they can find the next Travis Scott or the next Kanye West, they gonna cycle through a, a whole bunch of street niggas that they know, they know when they sign these niggas, because you think about it, you, you would think like, why would they want to sign a dude who's really actually involved in the street activity? They're probably not, I mean, and we've seen it, right? How, how many rappers are locked up right now as we speak? How many rappers? Those are investments just thrown on the drain to our brain. But what you got to understand is no, if that was the case, if these labels were really losing money signing these guys, or these, these companies were losing money signing these guys or, or investing in these guys. Trust me, by now, they would, they would, they would the last thing they would want is a street nigga. They would push the fuck out of Russ. They'd push the fuck out of a Logic. They'd push the fuck out of a, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Corday, YBN Corday. They'd push the hell out of that nigga. They don't want to push them niggas. Them smart ass, book reading ass. Them niggas know what's going on. You can't pull the wool over their eyes and they're going to be here for a long motherfucking time. And get what? They're not easy to get rid of. How you going to get rid of YBN Corday? How you going to, how you going to, how you going to get rid of YBN? You can't get him with drugs. He don't do drugs. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to, you ain't going to set him up because he don't be around to the people that even do shit like that. He don't come from the streets. He ain't got no crime in his background probably. So you ain't, you ain't going to be able to uh, weasel your way into a prosecution on him. 
You can't you can't fuck with him. He untouchable. He and he not finna just let you just give him a chain in a car so you can own his fucking catalog. That's gonna be around forever, especially if the nigga die. That's a good ass quick little come up. That's a quick come up. That's a quick come up. See, y'all gotta pay attention to what's going on. That's quick. Come on now. That's quick. But anyways, like I was saying though, the D-Rocks want to rap now. That's why the shit is all sound like trash. And they really in the way of the biggie. See, back in the days, you had Nas, you had Plies. Nas, friends and family was the ones that he was really rapping about. Plies, his brother was the one that he was really rapping about. But get what? Nowadays, Plies' brother want to rap too. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what's going on because I done been involved with this shit myself. Let me tell you what's going on. And I seen this shit with my own two eyes. I live in Atlanta, bro. So you you know I know what's going on. And I'm and I've been around some people that we ain't, I ain't gonna say no names. But let me tell you what's going on. When them niggas come home from jail and shit like that, and this then the third, they get out. They got they got ambition. They got all the ambition and a, and a very very small amount of talent. But they know niggas, bro. They know the right niggas. Cause these are niggas who done bullied their way into the industry. Anybody who's been around street niggas know what's one of the, what's your street niggas' two biggest tools? I'ma tell you. Intimidation and finesse. Okay? And the look is all you need these days. There's so many niggas getting by in the streets just because they look like gangsters. They tatted up. They they always making these crazy looking faces and <laughs> all this weird ass shit. And they got the dreads and they all y'all y'all all that. Niggas get scared of these niggas. Half these niggas some hoes. You know we done been locked up with them. We done seen them go out bad. Half these niggas some hoes. When they go into jail, they pussy. You know what I'm saying? In the streets though, they oh they yo what? And when they run up on these these guys, a lot of these DJs, a lot of these um, hosts, and a lot of these uh, videographers or um, radio personalities, all these people who really could slick put them on for real, or at least get them noticed, a lot of these guys are really like like either lames, soft ass niggas, like, you know, say niggas who just either just they cool, they, they solid, but they don't want no problems, man. You know what I'm saying? Which is nothing wrong with being that guy. Or they just real, real fan ass niggas like on some DJ academic shit. You know, remember how academics was or kind of still is, but especially how he was with that uh, Warren Chirac shit. Remember he was doing that? They them type of niggas. Like, oh, my God. Did you guys hear that? He shot somebody like those type of kids like But they're now producers uh, DJs, radio hosts, these type of people. So when these niggas run up on them, like they they not only do they they tell them niggas hell yeah. Sometimes they do this shit for free. Sometimes they do that shit for the low. They fuck with them niggas for real. Where they stiff on the Russes and the Logics and the and the Corday. They nah. If they charge fifteen hundred dollars for a, a, a slot, niggas fifteen hundred. And I'm gonna put you on there and shit. I mean, uh, good luck to you. When it's a street nigga who can't rap, his music's not really good. It's redundant, and he's really a dysfunctional person who's promoting nothing but pure negativity and demonic energy. They 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 do that shit out of on some slick like I hate to use this word. I really don't like this word, but dick riding type shit, and also on some slick scared shit, bro. You don't want to tell this nigga no. You don't want to tell this nigga no. When I when I when I first came home, the energy that I had, I was noticing. I was like, damn, this ain't even who I am. I ain't even that type of dude, but. 
like I was really pressing people and they would have to do what I told them to do. People be people people they they take that people who not from that, they really listen to that shit. They really, oh man, oh you just said you got out of jail for what? Oh man, all right, um for real. I was telling the DJs what to play, what not to play. I was going here. And I, you know, it just and I don't even I'm not even an intimidating looking person. If you if you know me off this podcast, you know, I mean I'm not the most I'm not like one of them niggas who just have that natural face that just looks like that because of you know how they they've made the black man's facial features to be but that's another conversation for another time i don't have those type of facial features for real but i think that's what throws people off because then when i get to when i'm when i'm in a certain mode i get to talk and they're like oh shit i think he one of them ones like you know what i'm saying they're like and then like oh yeah he might be one of them ones and i think that that has worked in my favor in it in the past so other people can make it work for them however they have to make it work you you have to i, I remember when i was a kid hey arnold was about to fight somebody or something he saw the nigga i don't know karate i know crazy and he started acting crazy and they was like okay you know let's leave him alone you know you gotta you gotta use whatever you gotta use to you know to let, let the world know don't fuck with me right but the, the point of what i'm trying to say is the d-rock d-rock was the dude standing next to biggie who really couldn't rap you know what I'm saying? And he knew that. He played his lane. If it wasn't for D-Rock doing what he did, we would never got Biggie. If you, I don't know how accurate that scene is, but in the movie, at least in the, in the Notorious movie, and this is where I'm getting this whole metaphor from, it's just from the movie, not from the actual story itself. They were both about to go to jail for that gun. But D-Rock took it. And then Biggie went on to become the Notorious B.I.G. that we all know and love today. Right, but Biggie was slick on some solid shit about to take the charge itself. Cause it, it was really his gun. But see, these days D Rock want to be famous too. You see what I'm saying? So we can always talk about how that affects the streets, but I don't really give a fuck about the streets at my age and after my maturing and me learning what I've been learning within the last six to seven months. I don't give a damn about preserving the streets and the street code. That shit has done nothing good for us as a people. I'm talking about hip hop. So when I'm talking about hip hop and you look around, the, you see nothing. But when you look at these, bro, like I said, just look at all the niggas who's locked up right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Except for, let's exclude Thug and Gunna for a second. When you look at all these guys, these guys are nothing but D-Rocks. They, their music is not good, bro. They're not talking about nothing for real. They're not saying nothing for real. This, the beats ain't even to say all that hard, which ain't got nothing to do with them, but still... You know what I'm saying? Like, sonically, overall, it's just not good quality music. It's nothing that's going to make them into moguls. We're not looking at the next or potentially lost Travis Scott. We're not looking at a potential. When we look at when you, you, I know y'all seen that meme on Instagram where it has, like, the mug shots of all the rappers who are locked up right now. Not one of them. Maybe the only one I could possibly think of off the top of the head is maybe Melly. But besides YMW Melly, ain't none of them niggas was ever going to be a Travis Scott a Kanye West, a Drake, a 21 Savage, a Future, a Young Thug, a J. Cole, a Kendrick Lamar. None of them. Those guys were going to, if they would have stayed out of jail, we would have ran through them in, in about three, four years. You see what I'm saying? So, so that's the problem with the nigga side of rap, the male side of rap. You're not supposed to be a rapper, sir. I mean, I'm glad, you know, and that's, that's a double-edged sword of it. As a black man, I'd rather see them rapping than trapping. 
And for a lot of those guys, shit, I mean, that was their only options. You know, that's why I've always found it funny when when rappers talk about money and stuff. I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, you, you're looking down on broke people. But if it wasn't for you making it in this rap shit, bro, what skills and trades do you have? You know, and a lot of these guys these days, and I'm telling you, this is a fact. People I've seen. I ain't gonna say no names, but I've seen him. All right, I'll say it like this. There are people that y'all listen to that were given opportunities before people even heard their music. Like, I want you to let that really sink into to what we talk about here. There are people that were given opportunities with this music shit before they, they even made a song. Meanwhile, you probably got a homeboy who's a talented ass dude who can't seem to get right. You know why that guy was given opportunity and your homeboy wasn't? Because that guy look a certain type of way. He talk a certain type of way. And that's what's hot right now. That's it. I mean, I say opportunity. I'm talking about a lot of, a lot of, cha-ching. Yeah, big money for nothing. Ain't got nothing. You don't even know if he can rap or not. You don't even know if he can write a song, freestyle or anything. But they don't care because the quality of music is so low these days. Honestly, bro, you don't have to be able to rap these days. So, shit, as long as you got to look, a nigga, will, a nigga will sign you off the muscle. You see what I'm saying? So, it's just like, I had a homeboy who had such a, a very distinct swagger and look to him. I told him, I said, bro, you should be a rapper. And he, he, he came at me and was like, bro, I don't rap. I can't rap. Why would I want to be a rapper? I said, because you look like a rapper. And he just laughed and we just kind of moved on in the conversation. I'll never forget that shit because I really was kind of like how the, the, like the niggas I'm talking about right now. I was like, I looked at somebody that I knew who had certain cool, colorful tattoos on his face and certain colored dreads and he dressed a certain type of way. And I was like, man, you should be a rapper. And you got to understand, it's not even just D-Rocks in the streets. Look at this. I'll say his. I'll say this guy's name. I don't know anybody who knows him. This Yeet guy. What? What, what is that? What is that? You see what I'm saying? It's like it's, it's it's to the point where there's no there's no. See, back in the days, man, you had to be able to rap. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to be able to actually make good music. There had to be something special about you. You know, and and just being a drug addict just could not have been it. There had to be more to the story than that. And a lot of people don't even realize that all we've done is created a very dysfunctional, very short winded group generation of rappers. You know, I'm 28, brothers in the Nas my whole life, Jay-Z, my whole life, 50 Cent, my whole life. Snoop Dogg, my whole life, these guys have been around forever, and they're not going anywhere anytime soon. There's new generations of kids that still look up to these guys. A lot of the guys that are out right now, they're, nobody's going to care about them in 10 years, bro. Shit, some of them be lucky if we care about them in 2025. I'm just keeping it real with you. You know? And, and, and then you get the essence of, well, what are we caring about? Are we caring about the music or are we caring about the person? You see what I'm saying? 
Are we going to care about the music or are we going to care about the person? There's no talent in it anymore. I was sad when uh, XXX Tentacion died because to me, he was a very talented artist. You know, and I felt like he was finding himself. Around the time that he, he was murdered, he, he was starting to really find himself as a person, but also as an artist as well. So at some point, we have to look at these, these guys. Hold on. At some point, we have to really look at this shit and ask ourselves, what exactly are we teaching? You know, and then and then what it does, in my opinion, is it's like, okay, well, anybody can be a rapper now. So, so when you guys, let's bring it full circle to the females. Y'all complain about, damn, all these whole rap. Bro, they looking at the niggas. How can we tell them, oh, y'all are about the same thing. When it's a million niggas telling this same story right now. I love that that video that I think his name Moneybag Mafia or whatever his name did. He got a little parody talking about some uh how these new rappers sound these days. He said, My little cousin strung out on crack, she only three years old. My grandma went to war, came back, she only got like three of her toes. I'm fighting demons. I'm fighting demons. On God, on God, I'm fighting demons. <laughs> That how these niggas sound these days, bro. It's like every nigga though. Every nigga. It's like, damn, bro. And it's like what it is is these niggas go out there, sell a little bit of drug, make enough money to go to the studio, and then go run around their local towns or on the internet pressing niggas, bro, who have opportunities for them. Straight up. Real talk. That's how it goes. That's the cycle right there. And then what we have is a, a whole generation who just feel like, shit. Here's what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to go out there and be a stupid ass nigga. Ruin my life. And become a rapper. And then let that ruin my life even more. Because now you're a criminal who can't even go on the run. That nigga, uh, I want to say, I forgot what his name is. Little dreadhead nigga. I don't know what his name is. They just revoked his bond. I just seen it on the internet. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, damn, I bet he wish he could go on the run right now. But he goes, he's so goddamn famous. He can't really go on the run. Everything you got in your name, everything you gonna get is in your name. All your money, you don't trust nobody. Everybody around you still broke for the most part. Who gonna buy you the plane ticket? You can't get on the plane without showing your ID. What the fuck you gonna do? You're too cool for school to go ride a goddamn um, mega bus or hop on Amtrak where you could get away from them niggas, for real. These niggas too famous. So now you gotta go to jail. You got to go to jail. All these niggas got open cases. They got warrants. All that shit. They got investigations going on. And in the midst of all that, they go become a rapper. Now when it's time to hit the road and go do the race like TK said, shit, you can't do it. You're too famous. You're too famous. Can't even go on the run. Got to go to jail. Got to go do 20 years. Got to go do five years. Got to go 10 years. Oh, and the label, once again, like I told you earlier, the label don't give a fuck. Good. Take it out to jail, nigga. We're just getting tired of your little crazy ass. Anyway, all this damn security we had to pay for and shit. That's who paying for it. All this damn bulletproof car service. Do you think YBN Corday need bulletproof car service? He might have it, but do you think he need that shit? That nigga could, I guarantee, honestly, bro, 
Why be a quarter? They can go to the mall by himself right now if he wanted to. J. Cole, too. Ain't nobody gonna mess with those guys. Ain't nobody gonna mess with them. I done seen J. Cole out in public by himself. That nigga is the most normal nigga you'll ever see in your life. J. Cole will be in public by himself. I kid you not. That nigga used to walk around with a camera. I kid you not, bro. J. Cole would walk around with a camera, bro. Like he's a photographer or some shit. Like a freelance photographer. Anybody who know him, let him hear this episode right now. I, I bet money he gonna laugh. He knows it's true. For real. J. Cole is at a Million Man March with us. When I say with us, I don't mean like with me, but like at the Million Man March in 2015, it was split. You had all the famous people on one side. You had all everybody else. J. Cole, when he first got there, I don't know if he moved over there after a while. I didn't see him, but J. Cole was with us. And this is this was this was during the height of J. Cole's career for real. I mean, he's still that nigga right now. But I'm saying this is back when he was on the radio all the time. Like J. Cole was like hit after hit after hit after hit. This was like I want to say I don't know. I think 2014 Forest Hills Drive had just came out or was about to come out or it was around that time. That's that J. Cole. J. Cole used to walk around normal as shit, Nikes on and some shoes. I mean, some shirts, you know, some pants. That was cold. Yeah, believe it or not. But, you know, so the rap game is fucked up now at that point. It's an unbalance. And at that point, if you don't have a machine, let's talk about Post Malone right quick, the the machine man. See, what y'all don't even realize this. In the long run, they're going to look back at Post Malone and say he was a top-selling artist, uh, rap artist of the... the 2010-2020 era and a kid who's coming up listening to that don't know that Post Malone ain't shit like I like Post Malone as a person but Post Malone bro I done been in a lot of people's cars a lot of people's houses I ain't ever in my life heard a nigga put on a Post Malone after White Iverson went, went, went cold after that the only other song we listened to by Post Malone was the one with him and 21 Savage that's it that's it. How the fuck is that nigga always at the top of the billboard? Who the fuck is listening to him? And I got plenty of white friends. They'll listen to Gucci Mane, Lucci, Thug, shit, Jack Harlow before they put up some goddamn Post Malone. Who the fuck is listening to his shit? How the fuck is he always outselling everybody else? This nigga's on pace to sell 130000 on this week on some new album called Toothpaste, 12 Carat Toothpaste. I mean, 12 carat toothache. How the fuck is this nigga always selling so much? Somebody got a stream farm somewhere. Somebody, they gotta have a stream farm for bro. Because how the fuck he always doing numbers? <laughs> like, how the hell is that nigga always doing numbers? Y'all listen to this. Y'all listen to that nigga? Did anybody here listen to that nigga? Because I, ain't, I, I don't know nobody who heard that nigga. I don't know nobody who listened to that nigga. Uh, Post Malone. 
But yet somehow, somewhere, that nigga music, uh, it, it, he he could beat out Kendrick. That nigga could go toe to toe with Jay Z right now if he wanted to, numbers wise. How? How? Machine. So if you ain't got the machine, and you ain't gang gang, nigga, you can't sell. You gon' you gon' sell. But you gonna sell, and it and not gonna make no sense to nobody who don't really listen to you. See, I don't listen to half these guys either, but it makes sense. I may not listen to Pooh Shiesty, but I done gotten plenty of cars and heard some Pooh Shiesty. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? So, but these other guys, like I, like Russ, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm hanging on the wrong people. I've never heard. Anybody play a Russ song? But the nigga rich. You know why he rich? Cause he is he's getting every penny he can. He's a contract killer. Cause if he was like these street niggas, Russ would be broke. He ain't no he ain't no street nigga, so he ain't got nothing going on in that front. And then on top of that, the nigga don't who who listen to who listens to this shit. Like, you ain't never gonna get a nigga car like, yo, put that new Russ on. I, from what I have heard from him, I think he should be played. But he ain't no D-Rock, though. He not even a, he not even a biggie, though, when you think about it. People forget Biggie was a street nigga. You see what I'm saying? And the rap game has always kind of been like that. It's just that now the shit is starting to really look more real. Now you got these guys really going to jail for the stuff that they... When they say, hey, I shot three niggas. Next thing you know, they're going to jail for shooting three niggas. You're like, oh, shit. Melly had a song, Murder on My Mind, and he got charged with murder. Bobby Schmurder said he caught a... Uh, his homeboy caught a, a body about a week ago... Kind of find out that nigga really didn't shoot a nigga about a week ago. You know what I'm saying? Thug said, Thug said, I ain't I ain't catch that body. I got something to do with that body. And shit. You already know what's going on. Niggas is different these days. This shit real. This shit real. You know? You see, 50 Cent like the first real gangster rapper for real, bro. The thing about 50 Cent is this. 50 Cent was like D-Rock, but he was Biggie, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, back then, you had to at least be Biggie. You could not just be a D-Rock. You can't just have the story, nigga. We got to know that you could tell it in the right way. I don't care what nobody say. Shot nine times or not. Kenneth Kenneth McGriff or not. If 50 Cent was whack, he would have not made it, bro. Period. Don't y'all got to understand. It didn't, back then, you couldn't just be D-Rock. Nowadays, being D-Rock is all it takes. That's it. You ain't gotta be, you ain't gotta be Biggie too. Mm-mm. You D-Rock? Come on. We gonna make you into a rapper. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, I guess there's not really much for me to beat y'all head up about. But, Yeah. I just wanted to talk about that because it's something that I've been saying to people in real life for a long time. And one of my homeboys was like, man, if you really want to sway your podcast, man, I, I think that'd be a good a good little point to make, you know. And I was like, yeah, you're right. 
So I was like, I'm going to talk about the difference between the D-Rocks and the Biggies and why the rap game is so fucked up. They want, they want more street niggas. These labels, these, hell yeah, they want more street niggas. Bring all the street niggas on. See, y'all think they want gay rappers. No, they don't. Lil Nas X didn't even get nominated for a BT award. They, they don't, they don't want gay rappers. Mm-mm. See, they want a gay, they want, they want feminine niggas. They don't want no Lil Nas X nigga. See, Lil Nas X dropped the ball. No pun intended. He dropped the ball because he was supposed to be flamboyant. Him coming out as openly gay has not done anything good for his career. All it's done is box him in. The people he wants to impress, the people that he would like to work with don't want to work with him. They're not impressed by him. So now he's been marginalized to a whole group of people that honestly he don't really like. Hip-hop is not ready for a nigga like Lil Nas X yet. Frank Ocean? Sure. A Lil Nas X? No. And then, he not fabulous enough. Like, he not even like a typical like gay, he like a a knockoff gay nigga. I seen a picture of this nigga one time at some award show wearing some shit, and I was like, the first thing I said, I said it out loud, I, I said, I thought gay niggas supposed to be fresh. What the fuck is this nigga wearing? And I know them gay niggas looked at that outfit themselves and they was like, mm-mm. You're not even, you're not even fabulous enough. Saucy Santana's doing better than him. See, Saucy Santana just, I don't know, he a big fat nigga with, with, with nails and makeup on. So it's just not, it's not marketable. Like, don't nobody really... Ain't nobody finna listen to that shit for real. But he's technically doing better. See, you say Lil Nas is doing better. But I'm talking about in hip-hop. I don't give a fuck about that pop star shit. I'm talking hip-hop. Saucy Santana has a better chance right now appealing to a hip-hop audience than Lil Nas X. They don't really care for gay rappers. They want a bunch of street niggas. That's the easiest. They want... They know the street nigga either gonna die within two or three years. Or he gonna fuck up in two or three years. Or... Okay, if he do stay out of jail, don't die. He's an easy nigga to fit in and to manipulate. Easiest nigga. He don't read, he can't talk, nobody take him serious. Nigga, you all, you need us. We're the only people that can get you into these doors that you really, really want to be in. Oh, you want to be in that Sprite commercial? Oh, you want that Fast and Furious soundtrack? Nigga, they're not going to take you serious. You come in and tell yeah, you started, come on, baby, hey, bro, you, hey. you nigga can't even talk. Oh, you want us to? You want to meet us with us in this city? You you can't even go to that city. You got beef with such and such over there, remember? So let us go over there and handle it. And you just sit there and and, and look, look here. We got you a new Rolex. Oh, oh, look, we got you a new the new the new platinum Bentley. Oh, look, we got you the new and they like little dogs with their tongue out, ready for the bone. You see what I'm saying? Getting manipulated easily because they sell out too quick. They don't give a fuck about no masters and you know, fuck all that. Throw me forty racks, uh, the new Bentley truck, and a gold, ch- uh, a, a diamond chain, and a and a Audemars. Which, like I said, y'all, to these labels, they got game. They get bank loans for shit like that. I'm talking too much. 
Anyways, like I said, like they need they, they shit ain't that, that money they give you ain't even their money. They don't give a fuck about it. They gonna get they gonna get it out of you somehow. When your ass go to jail, your music's still getting streamed, nigga. Your music's still getting streamed. And for y'all saying, well, don't don't the family get a check? Don't he still get a check? I mean, yeah, but I mean, bro, you're in jail. <laughs> like you know, like you're in jail, bro. You're gonna be in jail for eight years, like. Thanks. You know how much money they made off Bobby Shmurda while he was locked up? What what are he gonna do about it? Y'all said, well he got he got a lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer sit over there kicking it with these niggas. <laughs> Y'all so stupid. The lawyer up there with the label nigga. He up there, he up there, he up there with him. Like, yeah, so we gonna just give him about yeah, we'll give him a hundred thousand. Yeah, but like come on, we're gonna cap we're gonna take this ten million. Yeah, what they do with the rappers. When they get up, they, they recommend a bunch of people that work with them. It's like same thing with the court system. The lawyer used to be a prosecutor. You know, the pro- and them niggas went to college together. Probably used to suck each other's dicks. Like, like seriously, like, these niggas know each other, bro. I had a lawyer do that shit. And he wasn't even a public defender. He was a paid lawyer. Expensive lawyer, too. I told that nigga, I said, whatever you do, I'm not going to prison. Here this nigga kind of me. Alright, so I got you a deal. You're gonna have to go to a prison, but for only for three months, and um it's a boot camp program. I said, nigga, didn't I tell you I'm not going to no fucking prison, not for nothing? You working with this nigga. Kind of find out these niggas used to work together and some old shit. Now the prosecutor that was my prosecutor in my case, guess what he is now, y'all? A judge. Superior court judge. Come on, man. I think I think he's superior court. Either superior court. Or that misdemeanor shit. These folks be knowing. They know your lawyer, nigga. Lawyer at your. At, 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 the lawyer is at day house. Eating grapes and drinking wine. While you locked up. While you dead. You don't give a fuck. As long as you got a car. A chain. And don't nobody in your old neighborhood think you broke. You don't even care if you... Half these niggas ain't never won no award or been nominated for one. They don't give a fuck. It's the dumbest nigga you can have around. You ain't even got to pull no strings for them or nothing. All you got to do is keep giving them cars and money. And, and these little bitty street nigga money. Man, what? Dumbass nigga. Nigga, you worth billions of dollars. You a billion dollar business, nigga. You a multi-million dollar business, nigga. But they don't give a fuck. They come from nothing, remember? Oh, they prideful. I got, I've been getting money. I got my own money. I don't need their money. I don't need this shit for real, man. They rat shit. I don't get used to Slow ass nigga. Then the shit trash. The shit trash. They flooding us with trash. They don't give a fuck about you, man. It's your boy Tommy Via Raw Sex and I'm out.